Welcome back to Black Her Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the fourth episode of Upload, Season 3, Download Doctor, written by Farhan Arsad, or Ashad, and directed by Tom Marshall once again. I will say the season is feeling a little lackluster, while in some areas it's intriguing but we don't spend enough time there and then on other areas I feel as if I'm not as invested as I should be and thus I'm in a bit of a bind (laughs) when I'm scoring because it's not anything bad happening it's just not as entertaining or engaging as the last two seasons have been thus far too as a season on a whole and I think because we're missing a direction the fact that we get some direction in this one is what took it a lot over the top because it was feeling very lackluster Before we jump into the review, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever good podcasts can be found, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. If you want to send feedback, blackwoodcouch at gmail.com. Let's start with Ingrid and Nathan 2.0. On her day off due to ringworm infection outbreak, which sounds disgusting. I've not actually known anyone who's had wingworm. I've heard about it in other classrooms, and it's always someone of the Caucasian variety. I'm not trying to uh, point any fingers or anything, but it's the same thing with um, lice. You notice it? That's because we put grease in our hair. So lice don't and cannot live in that shit. They're like, oh no, I'll drown in there. So y'all hair is dry. And thus, that's why you're more, pr- more prone to getting, getting uh, lice. I don't know what's up with ringworm. Maybe because y'all parents let y'all lick the damn doors. <laughs> Like, why are you letting him put his mouth all over that? Like, oh, hell no. Like, uh, at the airport, this little black girl was trying to get on the floor because she wanted to crawl around. And mom was just like, absolutely not. And then you look over and you see Susie. (laughs) And her baby's all rolling around the fucking carpet. Anywho... She and Nathan decide to go to the OG floor where Luke has informed him there is a free bar using a hack. Since the AI guy, after asking them which floor they wanted to go to, tells them they can push it themselves because he owned lunch. Later, bitch! Get fucked! This scene was funny when he twirled around, but I would have went for him flipping them off instead of him just going into the corner and putting his head down that took away from the hilarity of the joke because he is learning to be a human (laughs) 
<laughs> and the douchebag type of human at that. So I think leaning into that would be a lot more successful. Once they get down to the first floor, it's clear this is the place where all the bugs were never worked out. Everyone else has already left. After a harrowing ride down, most of the relevant parts of this story arc were when Ingrid screamed after seeing no eyelids in <laughs> And then we see her in the real world running only to be cut short by the cable. <laughs> yeah, you dumb bitch. <laughs> ah, you lose. That was actually very funny. The timeline is worked out. So he thinks Nathan or Nora is gone. I forgot they had that whole little moment. And has decided to move on with Ingrid, though he is still undecided about committing despite knowing that... Lies and all, she will always be there for them, for him. Something she demonstrates after he unwittingly becomes no eyelids victim as he tries to drain him into staying because it's lonely down here. She came up with that bar stool swinging. I'm just the crazy slut with a dead husband. <laughs> I hope that confirms Mimi's... Uh, or I sh should say affirms Mimi's um, or reconciles. Is that the best, better word? <laughs> oh, what the timeline is. Stalker was about to download another version. And the fact that you can keep doing that has to come into play at some point. It, it luckily did not officiate. But something tells me something's going to happen to the other Nathan. And they're going to need to take another one in. Or she's just going to make a third one for herself. Because she was only concerned about Ingrid killing her. So it feels as if she's gotten over her crush. And why wouldn't you? Especially after he looked at you. <laughs> as if you didn't exist. I mean, you should have got the hint the first time. Nathan and Nora, their storyline. After having that nosebleed last episode that I forgot to mention. What was mom doing with that rice? <laughs> Throwing the napkin, then the potato didn't make sense. But just seeing her over there mashing the rice. <laughs> after the crisis is clearly over. Nora wants him to see Dr. Shapur. And mom's new lover offers a way to fly cheap via drone in a delivery box. They both fall asleep to a movie and while their banter is cute, they should have known better about the weight distribution. Nora promised she would not say a word about him being a download because he doesn't want to draw any attention to himself. And they come up with this st uh, story in regards to a robbery. Something Nathan can't deal with, his ego, that he actually would be gang stomped. That's nothing to be ashamed of, bro. After he seemingly is fine, she blurts out the truth. Aww. Nathan also admits he lied about having four nosebleeds. The doctor tells him to take these pills for his symptoms of farting and adversity to spicy foods. 
with the following instructions. Get the fuck out my house. He has to come back into play because he says if there's any symptoms that you should re-upload, re-upload. Um, his facial expression did not change throughout the entire interaction, even when he was ordering the dominoes. <laughs> so now that the secret is out due to Nora not knowing what it means to keep some cards really closer to you, because otherwise you're going to put a further target on your back because him being the first one to be downloaded and successfully so is a big fucking deal and now there's two people that know and they have the opportunity to exploit that from nathan or stop him from re-uploading and hold that against him you just put yourself in a more precarious situation because she just couldn't let it go that he might be fine she dismisses her behavior as worry i mean it's clear he's not fine because he's having the nosebleeds but if you made a promise to someone clearly your promises don't mean nothing and you saying oh i can't stand the sight of someone dying in front of me yeah that's the risk you took when you decided you wanted to be with him so you have to accept that there is a very real chance he's going back in to lakeview if he's lucky to get back into lakeview nathan uh takes him somewhere they can stay the night after she wants to stay in the city to drop off more hard drives his fingerprint is still welcome in the door. Turns out it's his ex-girlfriend's place. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. So I'm two minds about this, right? On the first hand, on the first hand, Nora, stop acting like you did not know he was a playboy and that he got around before you started putting your heart out there to him. You knew this was part of his lifestyle. And you accepted that. On the other hand, Nathan, why the fuck would you not warn this woman this was your ex-girlfriend's place? And why would you take her to your ex-girlfriend's place? Y'all fucked here. And what, you thought it was okay to get in her bed and do the same thing with your new girlfriend? That's just all types of tacky. And that's part of the characterization that you are, that you fell in love with, girl. And you got to accept that. You got to accept it because I know <laughs> that I would have probably told his ass either we leaving or I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't care how fruitful the adventure was in talking to her. It's made weirder as stated when Holden, his ex-girlfriend, shows up more familiar with Nathan making jealous Nora come out with her fangs and the fact that he just was totally into saying well I would give you an explanation for how I got downloaded but I'm hungry can you order me something it's that childish spoiled brat behavior of 
I'm cute and oh, I'm so sexy and I'm so charming and you can't resist this face and these muscles and my dimple and thus you will, you can't help because there's fuckboys like this as well. <laughs> but take care of me. There's <laughs> different varieties. And she sees him very easily using this tactic on his ex because she's all like, oh, you downloaded and immediately came to see me. That's so romantic. But the minute he uh, she realizes that he has a girlfriend, he's re she's respectful of that, but she would have easily banged him. So, yeah, Nathan's stupidity sometimes. Turns out Holden is actually a lawyer who is confided in about the latest shenanigans going on with Freon, Choke Industries, because she wanted to bring a class action lawsuit against the company. And now she thinks she has the ammunition to do so, wants to go back to her partners and needs Nora's or wants Nora's help which Nora happily agrees to while Nathan sleeps like the child he truly is. This is the thing. Um, you keep not mentioning that your other partner friend is dead. <laughs> and that other people, including yourself, have not died. I think that they're being a little sloppy with how Kassane the Luds had nothing to do with it. I mean, you're talking about the, the 10%. And I think as noble as it sounds, um, it's not quite, it's, it's, it's a little bit naive to think without any true leverage other than your word that you're going to be able to and even if you do that you're gonna live <laughs> to, to see it to the end um it's funny that everyone keeps pointing out that he's gotten fatter something his vanity can't accept there's no shame in gaining a little weight to go from 10 to 15 percent body fat as if i can notice the difference <laughs> Uh, what else in this scene that I wanted to bring up? Oh, I wanted to bring up the fact that Alicia called Nora because she's got a my friend tracker and knows that she's in San Francisco because despite Nora's ass being the worst, she cares about her friend and wants to know what's going on. So she swallows her pride, calls her, and then is lied to and then is told that she's busy because she doesn't want to include her on anything because for some reason Nora forgot she had a friend because she doesn't want to swallow her pride and apologize for the biatch that she's being it's like Nora became a snob you joined the corporation so I don't want to be friends with you anymore even though I still work for them and probably the only reason why you still do is because Alicia is rising up the ladder and somehow covering for your ass. 
Speaking of my girl, Alicia and Lucy are off for a company retreat in a much improved outfit this week. Boo-boo. Lucy's husband has left her and her daughter, and she hasn't been able to sleep. So on the plane ride over, she took three Ambien. I don't know if it's relevant to notice the billboard sign for Senator, if that's someone... I think that's the guy that we saw talking to Choke, right? Alicia's phone dying every time that Lucy wants to take a selfie. <laughs> it's a convenient tag. She shouldn't have, uh, well, she should have taken the hint on a long time ago that, but that she hasn't is, is a, a huge nod. Alicia to her stupidity. Alicia becomes empathetic in that moment despite not liking lucy like if he needs someone to talk to but she's knocked out while at the conference we learned that the founders club is kind of an evil corrupt group of men that decided the fate of the world but they are happy to announce they've included women Or as he pointed out, the weaker hysterical sex, as well as the transgender. He definitely has a thing for those. Uh, That guy was hilarious. Alicia is given the room to speak and offers her honest opinion about how much Lakeview sucks. It's outdated. And while she may not be the targeted demographic, she got newfound wealth and others like her will eventually rise up and they ain't gonna want to go to your, your, your busted ass place. Does look outdated. So she offers to at least lock down Adele <laughs> who's, uh, what was, uh, there's something that happened to her but she's on her last leg. Her ideas are welcome and supported by another higher up name, Karina. Lucy's idea bombs about trying to market the kids being a mother herself so that they can invest in <laughs> dying. And then she blames it on another guest. I think Vince was his name, but he was asleep. So he just agreed to whatever someone mentioned. Uh, his credit for it's very, very clear that I am not. I am so high, I can hear Moving on. I love the sign, what the fuck. Karina takes more than business interest in Alicia, both growing up from lesser than backgrounds and rising up through the ranks. So the two get intimate. This, of course, puts a wrench in my Luke Alicia ship, but I am not going to allow this new love interest to rock my boat. I'm not against it since Luke did have that fling with the cougar. I think Alicia uh, stepping out and enjoying herself. I think it's it was known that she swings both ways. I think that was brought up at some point 
I don't seem to be surprised by it. So I feel as if it, <laughs> as if it was. Speaking of, Luke learns veterans funding is being cut and now he has to work to continue to enjoy all the privileges of Lakeview that he's grown accustomed to. His limited download friend, chewing on onion, Chang, tells him where he can find some before freezing on the cusp of asking him out. We lost that round, but it's not over yet. You get ready for the next one. The code word is cheese. He finds the gray mist where there's a sign that advertises as much sex and cheese. It's a call center to essentially get the hard drive folks downloaded into Lakeview, but then employed by the same company, which feels like a modern day slavery scheme. He earns his cheese in five coins before seeing a wanted ad for AIs. And I think, is it wanted in those positions or these AIs are wanted? I wasn't quite sure because we saw our AI guy on there. I am happy that Alicia and Luke are finally getting separate storylines that don't focus exclusively on Nora and and Nathan because that has been their role the last two seasons and it's the part of this season that I like the most. I'm struggling a bit with the Nora part, Nora and Nathan bit. First with the hard drives, now with this lawsuit, but at least the lawsuit gets them in the hands of people that actually can help them and know what they're doing against such high folks that they're going up against and that lends a little bit more weight to their arc i just hope it picks up somewhere in the pace random asides choke is being sidelined considered to be addled and no one at that meeting cared that he wasn't showing up they think he has dementia They block his access, so he blackmails his angel into getting him a suit since he knows exactly what goes on between him and his vacuum. And we end with him having the man's hard drive, which could be a card to play. Because if you get rid of Choke, and I feel as if they should get rid of Choke at this stage, he's an outdated villain, and I feel as if we need some fresh blood because they're and it's a it's not even a even I need someone a little bit closer to the age not the age of Dora and and them but you know what I mean someone with a little bit more bite to their bark he also gets no confirmation that Nathan was at the facility which is odd considering they would have had footage of the cleaning staff oh unless they erased erased it i guess we gonna keep sleeping i already said this about nathan's dead friend the ai bartender didn't work for me nor did eyelids his whole his whole i don't, I don't know why we needed that whole entire 10 minutes <laughs> we're gonna put that somewhere else i would have preferred that somewhere else 
in Luke and Alicia's storyline. Luke and Nathan 2.0 just don't speak, I guess. It's still a secret, which is weird. They reference each other, but they haven't talked to each other. Or, or particularly Luke seemed to be aware that there's another version of Lake, Lake, <laughs> Nathan in Lakeview. Well, at least if he knew, then he can kind of, but, but I also feel that they're keeping them away from each other. Like I said, to, to give them more agency elsewhere, but it's still a weird, it's not like they're don't, they're not going to run into each other or they shouldn't have run into each other by now. I'm going to stop talking (laughs) because words are getting harder to put together in sentences. I gave this episode an 8 out of 10. I think because it's finally starting to to put some plot points out there. I'm enjoying it. Alicia being sucked into the corporate evil world because she looked a little alarmed when she realized what exactly they do here. But because she has a seat at the table, she can find out things that uh, others would not that doesn't have this clearance and access. So she's not one of them, but she's willing to pretend and she's only going to put so much of her soul on the line. I'm not sure about her new boo. She's a big deal. If even the men respect her in that room, that means that she's a boss ass and badass bitch and probably evil. (laughs) (laughs) so this will be interesting what is luke's reaction going to be when he finds out that she's with someone else and yeah i think it's nice that that luke has something to do i feel as if we don't talk about his military career we don't talk about his family these characters need to be fleshed out more so than any others because they have more to actually we can learn about because they get forgot about Nora's dad <laughs> and they oh the one scene I forgot when she off- offered her tampon he's like she's growing up ew like I don't need you to congratulate me about this <laughs> same girl same if you want to send feedback once again blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well like share subscribe until the next time peace Hair grease and blacker magic.